Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So in one of the great bits of irony, Amazon is saying no to mail-in voting. Follow this story and laugh out loud, won't you? There is a facility of Amazon's in, I believe it's Alabama. And they are putting together a vote to unionize. That's their plan. That's their desire. Now, whether I like it or not is inconsequential. In order to get this together and to engage this unionizing, they have decided to hold a vote, which is scheduled for February 8th. Coronavirus is a, it's a, there's a virus going on. I don't know if you've heard about it or not. Called coronavirus. Some people call it COVID-19. Some people call it the Wuhan. I don't know. I don't know what people call it. Meanwhile, it affects everything, including, of course, people getting together. We know this. We're not being silly on that one. So they're like, okay, you can mail in your vote. Enter Amazon to say, you can't have people mailing in their vote. A mail-in option wouldn't be valid or fair because a lot of bad things can happen. So when Donald Trump is discussing the problems with mail-in ballots, we were told, don't be silly, you're just trying to repress the vote. But when Amazon is worried about unionizing, members unionizing, well, then the mail-in voting is a problem. And we laugh and we laugh and we laugh and we laugh. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833 got Tony, 833-468-8669. It should be noted that the mail-in voting, of course, was a problem. The mail-in voting created real issues, and the mail-in voting needed to be fought. The story that we saw, and we, of course, discussed it here, was the media so aggressive to the idea that there's nothing wrong with mail-in voting. Let us remember these moments and these days so we do not listen to nor trust uh, these people, a la the CNNs of the world, who have not brought us any value. Let me give you an example. This is Brian Stelter of the show Reliable Sources on CNN. This was, this was his show on Sunday. But first, this question. Is President Biden making the news boring again? People are always asking what the media will do post-President Trump. This week, after Biden's inauguration, they've been asking, are reporters going through withdrawal? Are they missing Trump's tweets? Are they lost without outrages to cover? These headlines from, from Axios and other websites point out that, that Biden's plan is dull by design. So is he making the news boring again? Let me answer all of those questions the way Biden would. Come on, man. Well, that, that's the show I want to watch again and again. 
The Biden administration is not dull. This is, of course, mythology. And for Brian Stelter, it's anything he can do to keep talking about Donald Trump because that's all he has. He's a one-trick pony who has no mind and has no concept of actually understanding what media has done. He has not learned. There is no self, uh, lo- there's no looking at the self, no introspection. The same with Jake Tapper and a host of others. But we should be clear that the first almost week of the Joe Biden administration has not been boring by any stretch of the imagination. He canceled the Keystone XL pipeline, telling the Midwest to go kiss off and die in a fire. You've got Joe Biden, you've got Pete Buttigieg, as I've written at TonyKatz.com, and you can go check out the article uh, for yourself. The Midwest has no friends in Washington. None. The canceling of the Keystone XL, which already has the permits and everything else good to go. 11,000 jobs, many of them union jobs. Gone. Never mind all the ancillary services that will be supporting them. And all for what? For the religion of, uh, of, of climate? Of climate change? Climate change, religion, purity is how I wrote it. The oil still gets to Texas, people. This is about the the, the tar sands in Canada and how they go. There's still a pipeline. The XL was just a way of moving it in a a better configuration. It's the people of Nebraska who are screwed with their pants on. Outside of the Oracle of Omaha, everybody in Nebraska took one in the shorts. That's the expression, right? Did I do that right? I'm not very good with the uh, with the folksy vernaculars at times. But I think I got that one right on track. The Midwest workers' loss is uh, Warren Buffett's gain. Because the oil will still move. It'll just move on trains owned by Warren Buffett. And what does the Biden administration say? Well, we hope to get them good-paying jobs. We hope to create the jobs. And not just any jobs, union jobs. The Biden administration has an idol worship of unions, and that's going to become a massive story during his term. Just watch it happen. But a reminder, what they have now is a good-paying job. Buttigieg and Biden, Buttigieg, this was his, he was getting confirmed by the Senate for Transportation Secretary, and he was asked about this by Senator Ted Cruz, and he said, learn to code. All right, that's paraphrase. That's basically what he said. These people may not have jobs, but we hope to create more jobs with, that'll bring that that'll work in the green sector and and focus on the president's vision of climate and 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 give them good-paying jobs. We hope, maybe, those are not actual jobs, and we don't know if they'll be good-paying because there's a difference between good-paying in a market and good-paying in the false market that Joe Biden is setting up. And it'll be good paying because the real good paying jobs will be eliminated. It'll be good paying in comparison to the other garbage paying jobs. That's the problem. That's not boring. That's real, real dangerous. Speaking of real dangerous, anybody going to recognize that Antifa's still around? That everything Joe Biden said about Antifa not being real, just an idea, was wrong? He was either wrong or he lied or he thinks that the American public is so damn dumb that they'll believe this nonsense. Well, especially after The View and CNN explain why he's right. Joe Biden was inaugurated and they rioted in, 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 in Seattle and in Portland. 
carrying signs that read, we don't want Biden, we want revenge, and signs that read, we are ungovernable. They're telling you it was never about Trump. They're telling you that the people who said, if you vote for Biden, everything will be normal again, we're fools, or simply outrageously naive. And the media that echoed those sentiments, leftist Stepford wives, just, you know, without the personality. Antifa are not just violent, they are violence. They t- they're targeting America. The mayor of Bellingham, Washington, his name was Seth Fleetwood, had to be rushed from City Hall because Antifa stormed the building. How is that different from the U.S. Capitol? It's a question worth answering if they would even begin to try. They tore down the American flag outside, this according to Didi Sun of uh, KIRO7. They stole a journalist's microphone and threw a hot drink on the journalist. So you've got the Seattle police chief taking an aggressive posture with the violent rioters. But is no one going to call out the fact that the current vice president of the United States, Kamala Harris, encouraged Americans to bail these people out? That Representative Ayanna Presley of Massachusetts backed them, calling for unrest in the streets? These things matter quite a bit. And this is not boring, Brian Stelter. This is flat out dangerous. But I guess it'll be boring to you because you have no interest in covering these stories. If you don't have a way to go after Donald Trump, you're not even going to bother. That's you. In Russia, 3,000 protesters were arrested. Why? Because a man by the name of Alexei Navalny, who is a huge uh, um, opponent of Vladimir Putin's. This is the guy who I thought, wasn't he the guy who was was poisoned? And he came back to Russia and he got arrested when he landed. Well, people, 15,000 people gathered in protest and 3,000 people got arrested. I don't think that's specifically boring. Why would anybody... Why would anybody think so? Well, you would think so if you're not interested in covering some of the many things going on in the world. If everything is about hating Trump and therefore trying to say that everything Joe Biden's doing is smooth and easy. Oh, should we get into his executive orders that basically told uh, teenage girls across the country, hey, if you like sports, well, that's great. You're going to watch boys who say they're girls play them. The viciousness of his hatred of young women across the country and their athletics, stunning. And no, I'm not attacking the transgender. Calm yourselves down. Honest conversations may be hard, but you don't have to invent things. You just got to follow along. That's what they want to tell you. That's how they want to play it for you. Everything's fine. Everything's now boring. Now, he says, come on, man. What is he? Is he going to... Uh, what, what, here was his line. The Biden White House is clearly a break from the chaos and incompetence of Trump world. Um, 
you clearly haven't been covering this whole thing about vaccines and how, covering this whole thing about starting from scratch. No, no, no doubt Brian Stelter hasn't been covering anything like it. But man, he still has something to say about Trump. Some crushes are hard to get over. I'm Tony Katz. You don't have to miss any part of Tony Katz today. Solve that problem by subscribing to the podcast at Rumble.com. Rumble is a video sharing service like the Tube Guys, but they aren't playing around with demonetizing and deplatforming content they don't like. I'm on Rumble because Rumble.com allows me to be, well, me. Go to Rumble.com, search for Tony Katz, T-O-N-Y-K-A-T-Z, and subscribe today. That's Rumble.com, search for Tony Katz, and subscribe to the Tony Katz Today podcast. Enjoy it and share it every day. The Tony Katz Today podcast at Rumble.com. Weekends are not a time for politics or news or the craziness of the world. Weekends are a time for friends and family, pouring a well-crafted spirit and maybe smoking a luxurious cigar. Each week, Eat Drink Smoke reviews cigars and craft spirits and gives you news that will make you interested, not angry. Eat Drink Smoke with cigar aficionado Tony Katz and America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. The perfect complement to your weekend activities. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Find out more at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Being in business today means looking for ways to save money and service customers faster and better than ever. That means DAV processing. In-store and mobile credit card processing and online stores of all kinds, DAV processing can help almost any business except credit cards, even if the owner has their own credit issues. They even do consumer financing. Smart business people are making smart choices, and no choice for your business is smarter than DAV processing. Go now to DAVprocessing.com. That's DAVprocessing.com. DAVprocessing.com. Video is so important, video gets eyeballs, which means customers for your business. And you don't need a Hollywood budget to make videos that get seen and cause customers to make the phone ring. MakeMyCustomVideo.com can help. With MakeMyCustomVideo.com, one of their very qualified professionals will make you a beautiful, professional video for your business at a price that works for your budget. And to business people like you, a great video can make sales again and again and again. Go to MakeMyCustomVideo.com. That's MakeMyCustomVideo.com. Sarah Huckabee Sanders is running for governor of Arkansas. Who didn't know that was coming? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's great to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, the podcast at Rumble, rumble.com, everything at TonyKatz.com. Check it out there. Uh, There are other people running, but she's got just huge built-in advantages. That much is for sure. I was the first White House press secretary to require Secret Service protection because of a credible, violent threat against me. We've seen violence in our streets, at a congressional baseball practice, and at our Capitol. This is not who we are as Americans. To remain free, we must have law and order and resolve our differences peacefully. The radical left solution is to impose government control and censorship from the top down. But their socialism and cancel culture will not heal America. It will only further divide and destroy us. 
It's a good coming together ad right there. I'm, I'm, I want to share more of it. Uh, of course, her father, Mike Huckabee, former governor of, of Arkansas, a presidential candidate, his own levels of, of popularity. Um, they may attribute the idea of lying to Kaylee McEnany. I don't know how that's actually going to play out. They may attribute um, failures uh, as press secretary to Sean Spicer. He has landed at Newsmax and from everything I can see doing very, very well uh, over there as a host. It's interesting. The story and I've interviewed Sean before and and I hope to to again. The stories I'd always heard is a question I would love to ask him over over a cigar. The question I the thing I'd always heard about Sean Spicer is he was with the uh, RNC as their spokesperson, and was was beloved, like like just great. And I think that when he stepped into the role in in the White House, um, he maybe it was the the orders of President Trump, maybe it was the the, the style was different than I think his style, and he just it didn't work. That that's the best I could do. It's the best I could describe. It did not work uh, for him, and I and I don't know if he would say that or not. I don't know if he would say that. If there was much more going on behind the scenes, I certainly don't don't know about. Um, but Sarah Huckabee Sanders did a very very good job, and when she first got the gig, I said, "Oh, don't give her the gig." And it wasn't because I was anti-Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I said, don't go from within. Grab somebody and go do the thing. Sarah Huckabee Sanders did a did an unbelievably good job. And she fought back against nonsense. And I don't think that people would ascribe to her. I mean, don't get me wrong. The, the, a, a radical who hates is going to be a radical who hates. Uh, but I don't think America ascribes to her. A level of, oh, liar. I don't think that happens. I think her reputation is a much stronger one, a much more powerful one. This is a woman who was thrown out of a restaurant and did nothing except move on with her day. I think that she she's garnered a little bit of sympathy and garnered a little bit of respect and, and all in all is seen as a professional who did her job and is tough as nails. That's helpful. Everything we love about America is at stake. And with the radical left now in control of Washington, your governor is your last line of defense. In fact, your governor must be on the front line. So today, I announce my candidacy for governor of Arkansas and ask for your prayers and your support. As governor, I will defend your right to be free of socialism and tyranny, your Second Amendment right to keep your family safe, and your freedom of speech and religious liberty. Our state needs a leader with the courage to do what's right, not what's politically correct or convenient. I took on the media, the radical left, and their cancel culture. Yeah, she's got a great shot. I mean, it, it, I, I'm no expert on Arkansas politics. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. But, I mean, she's just got a, got a great opportunity because I think that she can sell her story better than others. Uh, and, and if the question is, producer Ari was asking me this during the break, is being press secretary enough to get you to run for governor? I don't, I don't know. Is being the host of The Apprentice enough to get you to run for president? Touche. It, it's 
Is being a failure mayor in San Francisco enough to get you to be governor of California? Works for Gavin Newsom. I don't know what's enough anymore. I don't know what what people really want as as a uh, as a basis and, and, and a baseline, right? We're long past the days where we say, "Well, well, tell us about your military service." We now purposely don't elect people who have been in the military. It's crazed. This is unbelievable. I think the idea of being a fighter and I think an idea of taking on an oppressive left and an oppressive media, um, a lying media, I think that actually reverberates around independence as much as it does people on the political right. And it is unbelievably helpful. Oh, is, is, is Sarah Huckabee Sanders a strong candidate? Sarah Huckabee Sanders is a strong candidate. I think that goes without saying. I need to learn a little bit more about Arkansas politics to see where she plays against some of the other Republicans running. On Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Be sure to like the page. This is Tony Katz today. coffee i'm sorry i I should rephrase because some people they get confused it's coca-cola with coffee there calm down tony katz tony katz today it's good to be with you uh this will hit this month it's coca-cola with brazilian coffee you can find the story at eatdrinksmokeshow.com eatdrinksmokeshow.com the press release and everything else uh the flavors will be dark blend vanilla and caramel they'll be in 12 ounce cans and they contain 69 milligrams of caffeine i think you can also get it as a coke zero option and the answer is oh yes i will just I, I am not a, f- a fan of 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 shtick of of kitsch. I'm a fan of good ideas. So one of the things that I've been covering on my cigar and bourbon show, Eat, Drink, Smoke. You can get that at Amazon Music or Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can get it. You can go to EatDrinkSmokeShow.com and and get that. Um, we review bourbon and cigars, and we talk about food and all sorts of things. Uh, whiskey Kit Kats. So this is available right now only in Japan. So we're trying to get people who know people in Japan to get this to us as quickly as possible. It is not Kit Kat flavored whiskey. It is a Kit Kat that is whiskey infused. The difference between the two things is that a whiskey infused Kit Kat is still a Kit Kat. The, you know, the, the chocolate, the Kit Kat bar. And all right, I'm willing to give that a try. Kit Kat flavored whiskey is shtick, and I want no part of it whatsoever. There's the difference. Best way I could describe uh, the difference. And if it does well in Japan, I believe it's coming uh, to the United States and to other parts of the globe. Would you drink, would you eat a whiskey infused Kit Kat? 
Producer Ari, is this for you? Uh, no. Well, you see, more for me. And I'm good with that. I'm totally... Will you drink the coffee-infused Coca-Cola? No. Is that because you don't drink soda? I don't drink soda, and I don't, don't drink coffee. So together, I would double not drink it. Uh, is that true? You don't drink soda either? No, nah, I don't really do, uh, like, sweets. Yeah, you don't do sweets. like like So you don't do cake or anything like that? I mean, I'll have it on occasion. I just I don't have a sweet tooth. You just have no interest in it. Yeah, it doesn't do anything for me. All right. Uh, look, uh, there's more for the rest of us, and we now know just how absolutely, positively terrible you are. You didn't know that before? I knew you were terrible. I just didn't know the extents to which you were just absolutely, positively horrific. But this is up your alley. This is about Star Wars. And you have my attention. And there is a story about racist comments. Okay, I'm less interested. Now, there was, who was the guy who plays Finn? John Boyega. And there was conversations about him and uh, talk, uh, uh, you know, some of his political views. Well, this is a story of somebody who hosts what's called the High Republic Show. I don't even know what the High Republic Show is. It's a web series that offers news and insights into the latest multimedia subseries of, uh, of Star Wars. Well, some people noticed that she has a series of, uh, of tweets out there. Her name is uh, Christina Ariel. Um, and uh, one of them was about an article at Axios about Kelly McEnany, the former press secretary. Just a reminder that white women are just as complicit in, up, in the upholding and enforcing white supremacy. Oh, huh. Okay. You, another tweet. You do not have to comment under every post about racism that you're trying to be better or have read X, Y, and Z. Any combination of ugh white people when you are white people. I don't. I do not care. Talk is cheap. I'm not here for your accountability checkups. Watching two white men discuss racism they will never experience will never sit right with me. White men, this is not the subject for you to try and speak authoritatively in my comments. I said what I said. And so people are like, uh, what's your plan here, Star Wars? Because this is some, this doesn't seem right. And how do they respond at Star Wars? Our Star Wars community is one of hope and inclusivity. We do not stand for bullying and racism. We support Christina Ariel. Okay. Okay. This is this is what you do. Some people you'll support and some people you won't. And we won't notice if it's about skin color or about sex or about sexual orientation. Uh, just whatever you decide to put to it, fine. Man, it's weird stuff. That is weird. What is the idea, by the way, that white men cannot speak about racism? They can't have a conversation amongst themselves? They can't engage you on social media? You engage them. They may want to engage you. Now, if they're rude, whatever, delete, block. Sure, I've done that a million times. But I don't know where it all goes. I don't know where it all leads. The idea that some people aren't allowed to have certain conversations, that, there's, there's, there's no place for that. There's no place for the idea that 
Some people aren't allowed to have conversations. No, 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 no. No. You can have any conversation you choose to have. Some people will listen and some people won't and some people will engage and some people won't. But no one gets to tell you what conversation to have. Oh, don't be silly. Don't be ridiculous. You think I would let? You think I'd let this woman decide for me? Christina Ariel, what conversations to have or not have now? She doesn't like it or doesn't, she does like it. However that goes, it goes. Meanwhile, the White House, they have got a great new campaign to remind you to wear a mask. Please wear a mask. That is fantastic. That is, you know what I like about it? it? It's from the it's from the heart. Please wear a mask. The White House uh, Twitter account put this out yesterday, and it's it's Dr. Anthony Fauci saying, please wear a mask, and then putting on a mask. It runs for all of three seconds. Please wear a mask. And he puts it on, and that's it. That's it. It is the most ridiculous, nonsensical. What I just played for you is not an edit. It's the whole thing. Please wear a mask. That's it. And it's him putting on a mask. As if... We haven't been wearing masks. Now, this leads to a New York Times reporter who is what we call in in the business a putz, but very, very standard in the way that he goes after the Midwest. Going after the Midwest for people is just is just fun. Right? They, 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 they love, love doing it. This guy makes the claim that he drove across the country. And when he drove through places like Indiana, where I live, <gasps> the door in the convenience store said to wear a mask, but people weren't wearing them. I don't know where you were, man. I don't know where you were. I'm sure you can find a person or two not wearing a mask. I was in Chicago on Christmas Eve, and Chicago was a ghost town. There was nothing open. You could not tell it was Christmas. Zero going on. Now, outdoors, I saw people wearing masks. I was there with my my, my youngest and uh, wanted popcorn. Literally drove three hours to get popcorn. with nothing else to do, it was Christmas Eve. All right, let's go. Oh, fun story. Good story. If you're a dad, you'll take any opportunity for a good story. But there were people outside not wearing masks, too. But I saw people wearing masks. We're like, do you wear one here? Do you not wear one here? So it was cold anyway. It was like 12 degrees or whatever it was. We put it on. But David Leonard, L-E-O-N-H-A-R-D-T, I think it's pronounced Leonard. He literally, he he literally, he tweeted out, I just took a 1,600-mile road trip from Washington to St. Louis and back. I was shaken by what I saw. Well, then you shouldn't be allowed to drive. 
Almost everywhere I stopped, gas stations, rest stops, and hotels across Maryland, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, there was a sign on the door saying that people had to wear masks to enter, and almost everywhere, most people ignored the sign. I, I don't believe that to be true. I think he made it up because he loves to, like so many people, I shouldn't say he, I don't know him, like so many people, an attack on the Midwest is always joyous. Right? Those hillbillies, those inbreds. <laughs> I assume that's the way the people laugh. At a Fairfield Inn in Ohio, a middle-aged couple sat unmasked on a lobby sofa for hours, drinking beers and scrolling through their phones. The hotel staff evidently did nothing about it. Did you stare at them while they were sitting on the lobby sofa? They were drinking. You mean in a restaurant it's okay to do that, but not in the lobby of the hotel? What's your problem? They weren't just sitting there. They were actually actively doing something while looking at their phone, which is what everybody does. They, they should have just locked themselves in their room. What's the issue? Honestly and truly, what's the issue? At a convenience store in Indiana, a hand-drawn sign on the door read, face masks are required. Please do not enter without one. Customers did anyway. How many? How many customers were in the store at one time? Were you there with somebody else and you happened to be there when somebody else wasn't wearing a mask? Or were 50 people in the store and you were the only one with a mask? If you tell me customers did anyway, but without giving numbers, and certainly not even a photo, what am I supposed to do with your information except recognize that you're not okay? You're not. A convenience store in Indiana. Does this town have a name? I, I, I would like to check out this convenience store myself. How far away could it be? Right? If you're, if you're driving to St. Louis, what, what were you on? 74? Is that what you would take, Ari? You're asking to, me the highway to take to St. Louis? Yeah. I have no idea. You live here. I don't, I've only driven to St. Louis once, and I don't remember what I did. Okay. No, so it wouldn't be 74. 74 is what you would take to get to Cincinnati. You would take 70. You would take 70 to St. Louis, right? 74 will get you down to Cincinnati, right? There, there we go, and then get you into Illinois. But you would take 70 across Ohio, right? That, that's what you would do. And then you cross north of Dayton, and then you'd get to Indianapolis, and you'd cut through, and you'd keep... Heading southwest, you get to Terre Haute, and then you'd keep on moving, then boom, bop, bip, there you are in St. Louis, right there. You'd, you'd get to Collinsville, you'd stop at the Crudas Bakery, that's a real place, by the way, um, uh, and, and, and that's it. So tell me where along 70 you were driving and the convenience store. I would love to go check it out myself. Or maybe you could stop hating on the Midwest and calm down a little. It's the New York Times. Who's really going to believe them anyway? I'm Tony Katz. Being in business today means looking for ways to save money and service customers faster and better than ever. That means DAV processing. In-store and mobile credit card processing and online stores of all kinds, DAV processing can help almost any business except credit cards, even if the owner has their own credit issues. They even do consumer financing. Smart business people are making smart choices, and no choice for your business is smarter than DAV processing. Go now to DAVprocessing.com. That's DAVprocessing.com. DAVprocessing.com. 
Com. Video is so important, video gets eyeballs, which means customers for your business. And you don't need a Hollywood budget to make videos that get seen and cause customers to make the phone ring. MakeMyCustomVideo.com can help. With MakeMyCustomVideo.com, one of their very qualified professionals will make you a beautiful professional video for your business at a price that works for your budget. And to business people like you, a great video can make sales again and again and again. Go to MakeMyCustomVideo.com. That's MakeMyCustomVideo.com. You don't have to miss any part of Tony Katz today. Solve that problem by subscribing to the podcast at Rumble.com. Rumble is a video sharing service like the Tube Guys, but they aren't playing around with demonetizing and deplatforming content they don't like. I'm on Rumble because Rumble.com allows me to be, well, me. Go to Rumble.com, search for Tony Katz, T-O-N-Y-K-A-T-Z, and subscribe today. That's Rumble.com. Search for Tony Katz and subscribe to the Tony Katz Today podcast. Enjoy it and share it every day. The Tony Katz Today podcast at Rumble.com. Weekends are not a time for politics or news or the craziness of the world. Weekends are a time for friends and family, pouring a well-crafted spirit and maybe smoking a luxurious cigar. Each week, Eat Drink Smoke reviews cigars and craft spirits and gives you news that will make you interested, not angry. Eat Drink Smoke with cigar aficionado Tony Katz and America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. The perfect complement to your weekend activities. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Find out more at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. For the second time in as many days, you have Chinese fighter jets flying into Taiwanese airspace. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Then you have the U.S. aircraft carrier group making its way into the South China Sea. China is apoplectic because they claim that all those waters belong to them. Uh, They don't. And that's a fight that's going to need to continue. This flying into Taiwan, flying into their airspace, is because Trump is out of office, and they are testing the waters to be able to ensure their dominance over the people of Taiwan and their whole idea of one China. The people of Taiwan want their own freedom. I don't know if they're going to get it, considering we are the nation, yes, even under President Trump, that watched Hong Kong get pummeled, get destroyed, get ruined. We watched these people suffer. And we did nothing. We did nothing. Just so we're we're all perfectly clear as to what happened. So if I'm Taiwan, I'm not feeling very good. As for the move of... Um, the uh, USS Theodore Roosevelt entering the South China Sea. Well, I'm actually glad it happened, and I think some things are happening uh, in a way that maybe Biden either doesn't mind or hasn't put his arms around yet. China very upset that this is a uh, this is uh, you know an, uh, an assault on their their waters. These are people, as I said, who build islands and then claim the territorial waters, which they don't actually own. They do need to be pushed. According to U.S. Indo-Pacific Command, this patrol was to ensure freedom of the seas and build partnerships that foster maritime security. 
Now, does this mean that we're going to see a push to um, maybe working with other nations to prevent Chinese hegemony? Well, I would like that very, very much. And if the Biden team is smart enough to go down this road, I will absolutely support it. Because China cannot be allowed to have control of anything. Not the seas, not 5G, nothing. And do not forget how important the water is, how important a strong Navy is. Why do you think they're working so hard with these building aircraft carriers, with going deep blue, with being able to uh, utilize the aircraft carrier technology and being able to land and reconfigure, meaning land planes? It's not easy to land a plane on a ship while both are moving. But control of the seas means the control of goods. And that's huge, which is one of the many reasons we need to be not just developing, but building and creating more in the United States. We need to get better at manufacturing, which means we actually have to manufacture again, make America manufacture again. This is the moment. Drug manufacturing and a whole host of things that are vital to our security. China knows this. That fight is on for sure. Facebook Tony Katz Radio on Rumble, R-U-M-B-L-E, rumble.com. Just search for Tony Katz and you can subscribe to the podcast. This is Tony Katz today.